You're listening to the Three Pixels Tech Gaming and Movie Podcast. Bonus episode, Movie First Impressions, presented and edited by Alan Taylor. Shh. They're going to hear us. Well, you'd be dead already. Shall I? Shh. Quiet. After that noise. Oh, God. And the radio, too. You ready to go? What did we just go see? A quiet place. (laughs) (laughs) On April 6th, stop talking. Stop moving. Don't make a sound. Because if they hear you, they haunt you. We have to protect them. A Quiet Place is a horror about a family in post-apocalyptic America who have to stay extremely silent because they're being, humanity's being hunted down by these monsters, aliens, I don't know, who hunt based on sound. Which is freaking awesome. And if that doesn't get you, I don't know what to say. That's such an awesome premise. I mean, it's not like necessarily the like a totes original idea. It's just the way they did it. They they've done it really, really well. Yeah. I, a horror film has not made me like on the edge of my seat like that before for a long time. Oh wow. I mean, you should have been able to tell. I was like. Yeah, you were jumping like, like mad. <laughs> I was like, like squirming. <laughs> yeah. Last year we had Don't Breathe, but this takes that concept and just goes all the way with it. Goes nuts with it. I think there was like 10 lines of spoken dialogue in this whole movie. But yeah, there wasn't a lot of talking. There's... It was riveting, even without any, hardly any talking. Yeah, all the actors had to learn uh, ASL, which is American Sign Language. So that's primarily how they communicate. So this was directed by John Krasinski, who you might know from the American office. I don't know. And he plays the dad. Oh, really? He, he directed it? He directed it, yeah. And played the dad? And he played the dad. He was so good. And his real-life wife, Emily Blunt, <gasps> plays his no wife way. in the movie. They had yeah. such good chemistry. Well, they're married. These two were wonderful together. They were. That's amazing. And they've got uh, the two kids who also wonderfully acted. That must have been so fun as well, like, <laughs> to play that. I'd love to do that. Yeah, well, um, Emily Blunt said that when she first got the script, she uh, suggested one of her friends play it, yeah. play the part. But then she actually sat down and read it, and she was like, no, I want to I wanna be this. <laughs> How come? Because uh, it was so good. Yeah, so, good. yeah, so John Krasinski from The Office directed it, wrote it, and starred in it. He must and be like a brilliant man. <laughs> <laughs> and handsome too. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I like the beard he's got going on. He's not done that many films. He's done a couple of indie films before this. But I think this is his first big movie. And this is definitely his first horror movie. He, he did a bloody good job. He said he's, I mean, he's not even a big horror fan. He hadn't, he hadn't watched horror movies until he made this movie. What? I know, and he said he watched um, Vich, It and Babadook as references. I knew it had some sort of Babadook vibes because I said like, when I'd seen the trailer, this looks like it would get me as much as Babadook did, and Babadook was the last big thing that really got me, like, horror-wise. Yes. So were you more scared 
or were you more tense? I was tense. Yeah. This, I, think, I thought this was intense. I mean, movie. I I don't get scared by horror films anymore. I don't know if that's just part and parcel of being adult. And then, like, as an adult, you're always chasing that horror high. It made me squirm. It made me cry. It made me, like, happy. It, it did everything. Absolutely everything. I, do, I mean, I must have, like, squeezed the blood out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my, my hand went numb. Uh, <laughs> so I think... All the great horror movies that I've ever been have always been a metaphor for something, especially about society at the time, right? But what did you think the movie was about? What did you think the silence meant? Like um, People afraid to speak out about their opinions because they get attacked for it? That's, yeah, so that's what I was thinking. I, and that's so now, isn't it? I suppose. It depends what your opinion is, I guess. Although I think everyone gets attacked no, Everyone every gets attacked nowadays, for their opinions, yeah. yeah. Like you, you're not safe to say anything in this day and age. Yeah, because someone's always going to be offended, so it's got a double meaning. I bet this Dave Krasinski guy's like, oh god, I'm really clever. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, he's come out and said, oh, uh, no, I, this movie to me was just about being a parent. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so so many people have come up with all these different fan theories about what it's about, what it means to them. That's why I wanted to ask you. He's just like, no, I'm just no, a simple it's just, man. It's just about being a dad. I mean, it was very much about that as well, thing I think, because obviously he was struggling with the teenage daughter and yeah. he was trying to keep the younger one safe, which is an almost impossible task. They have to prepare for it. And a, keep his pregnant wife safe. A new one, yeah, and there's that worry, but obviously people always underestimate pregnant women. And uh, <laughs> She did very well. She went through the worst time. People always underestimate pregnant women. <laughs> so glad that there's depth to it, there's meaning to it. There was a few jump scares, obviously. I but that's not what this was. This was, you were here for the tension. You were there to just grit your teeth and sit on the edge of your yeah. seat. They were jump scares done well. Like, I don't like fake. They, 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 I think a lot of horror movies, they use these like fake jump scares. And although they were in this one, like, they seemed less intentional. They weren't like jump scares because they did it on purpose. It was jump scares because that's what was happening. I kind of also didn't mind the jump scares so much because they are living their day-to-day -day life afraid of every single noise. Yeah. So when you hear this big crash, that's expected. I mean, I mean, you expect to be afraid of it, don't you? But that's how they were living. You know? Yeah. That, that's... Thing is, I think it would be easier to live it than to watch it. <laughs> Don't you? No. I do. I'm so glad I'm not living that life. <laughs> no, but what are you I mean, talking about? Because humans have their adrenaline and they have survival instincts and things. You're either there or you're dead at that point. So if we've not sold you on this movie, I, I don't know what will. It, it's, it's amazing. It's tense. You will be on the edge of your seat. But please. For the love of God, don't buy popcorn, don't buy drinks, don't wear clothes that rustle. This movie has no dialogue in it. It's very quiet intentionally. And oh, I could hear I... every single bloody movement that everyone made. Well, I had someone next to me that did not stop moving. I mean, I get she was probably scared, but, oh, it was aggravating. And normally I'm okay with people, uh, uh, you know, moving around, eating popcorn, slurping their drinks. Sorry, just... wait, hold on. I'm usually okay with these sorts of things. 
but they played a message at the beginning of this movie saying don't make any noise and every single noise that someone could make to annoy you there were people doing it in this showing and oh, as much as I enjoyed it and I this is a testament to the movie I still felt all the tension I still felt emotional I still got into it but oh, it's any noise that you hear is going to distract you during all the important parts the people on my left went extremely still because they probably felt the tension of the movie I didn't hear what was going on on your side but you just oh, said she was she constantly was so annoying. and on her phone as oh, well she took her phone out again you know it kind of falls out of the horror genre a bit in that there's lots of long, quiet, touching moments. Tender moments and funny moments too. And funny moments. She, that's another thing I loved about this. Emily Blunt still had a sense of humour, like both with her kids and with her husband and in general. Well, she's British. She maintained that sense of humour <laughs> and that just made everything really nice. It's, it's, it goes above and beyond the horror genre in that it's very tender and touching and I think it takes its place right there next to, you know, these recent wonderful horror movies we've had where it's carved out its own space and yeah I, I i wholeheartedly recommend it to anyone yeah the core concept of the monster and the situation they're in is not that original mm. but the way he executed it so it's the dynamics of a family surviving which is also very relevant but it's more than surviving they were more than surviving mm. they were living were they they're playing board games if you're playing monopoly you think that's living? <laughs> God, that's the high why of my am I life. With you? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I aspire to I do. I didn't even think you liked Monopoly. I love Monopoly. Oh. And no one will ever play it with me. My fat aspect. I of will it. enjoy it when it comes out on Blu-ray. I would have loved and to. I can watch it at home <laughs> by myself. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen it in an empty cinema. Yeah. Or with people that weren't were respectful. Idiots. So yeah, that's that was our first impressions of. A quiet place. Yeah, that, that, that was really good. Spend your money on it. We yes, need please. more movies like this. Thank you for joining me, Elle. Thank you. So I, I was annoyed by every single thing that the people in the audience did. But what is your worst, like the thing that aggravates you the most when you're in a cinema? Is it people on their phones? Is it people talking? Is it popcorn? Is it just general moving about? Email or tweet in and let me know. What is yours? Mine. Yeah. Don't go to the cinema if you can't be... Civil. Well, if you, if you can't be respectful and mindful that there's other people that want, have spent money to watch something and they want, you know, no bright lights from your phone and not you talking all the way through. You've been listening to the Three Pixels podcast, a production by Alan Taylor, music provided by Epidemic Sound and exec produced by Abrupt Audio. With that, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Good night. You know what, actually? I completely sympathise with the, the monsters in this movie. Why? I wish everyone would just shut up. <laughs> These monsters. You know, actually, you know what? These monsters, they're really sensitive to sound. And all they want is just everyone to be quiet. Just shut up. You know, this movie is about the cinema experience. So you would be defeated by too much popcornic rustling. <laughs> Yes. Just keel over and your head explodes. Uh, <laughs> you know, this movie is about horrible cinema. I'm, I'm with the aliens in this. God. John Krasinski's the bad guy. <laughs> Just screaming his head off. Yeah. Like, oh my so, God. Oh, shut up. <laughs>
Why are you so loud? We come to this planet and everyone's just so loud. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very scary like situation. <laughs> but I sympathise with the monsters. And you know what? They, they take up the ranks with Frankenstein and uh, the Wolfman as sympathetic monsters. I can get behind what they're about. Oh, God. Just unleash <laughs> one in the cinema and yes. see how happy Alan oh, is. Wonderful. <laughs> can I get one of these as a pet and just take it with me to the cinema? Everybody shut up. All right. Thank you, Al. <laughs>